of course I took the time to acknowledge about like what I had just been through and what I lost, but then I also took the time to acknowledge like what I've gained. And I think that's like such a beautiful thing to like experience and go through because like I was saying like a few years ago, I don't think my mindset now would have been possible then. Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast, a place for holistic storytelling with none of the BS and a whole lot of fun. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and my mission is to interview guests that inspire, educate, and empower you to live your best life. In these stories, you'll see a part of your own journey reflected in theirs and learn to grow from it. And with that said, let's thrive. Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure as always to have you here listening. If you're new, welcome. If you're an OG, welcome back. I just have so much appreciation for this community and all of you that listen in, whether you choose a few episodes here and there or you're a dedicated week-by-week listener I just so wish I could meet and greet and hug all of you, like every single one of you. I just, I don't know. I know, I know many of you could probably resonate, but I didn't grow up feeling like I had an amazing community or friendships. I mean, granted, I had a few beautiful friendships and, you know, there's community in a sense, but I always just sort of felt like a lone wolf. And not in some amazing like storybook way of the lone wolf rising. Like, no, I just felt like an awkward, didn't fit in, where do I belong, lone wolf. <laughs> like the scraggly lone wolf that everybody leaves behind in a cave. Um, <laughs> not to be dramatic. But to now be in a place where I have just like this amazing community through Instagram, through the podcast. And now I'm growing one in real life too, because we love some real life connections. It just sometimes takes me by not even surprise, but I just like get hit with this feeling of such love and gratitude for it all. Like I'll just be sitting and I'll get a DM or I'll get a message or a text or whatever, like some little notification or in real life connection moment with one of you all or someone in my community. And I just get this overwhelming sense of gratitude of like, is this for real? Like, how did I get here? And I don't know. It's just such a lovely feeling to have and to feel so supported and just understood. And just also to know that like, I don't know. It's truly a reminder of like, I'm not alone in my struggles and I hope you feel the same way as well. Like everything I share about, I get so many messages from you saying that you are all resonating or feeling it or you have felt it before as well. And then you think of all the people listening and times that by whatever number and it's like, wow, we are not alone. (laughs) We have community. We have standing, even if we can't connect. And I'm trying to find ways to build that connection, to find ways for us to, I don't know, really connect. How many times can I say the word connect? Wow. Uh, But I'm not quite sure how to do that yet, you know, and I'm hoping to figure something out, whether that's Zoom meetings with some of you, you know, like choosing someone that leaves a rate and review to have a Zoom catch up call with or doing like a live on Instagram, which I've never done. So it's slightly intimidating. Uh, And then hopefully like when times get better here and post-COVID times in the future, 
you know, in-person meetups or whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, I just have a lot of excitement right now for this community and not saying that I don't always have that excitement, but I'm just feeling extra grateful tonight, I suppose. And the reason I even got on this long-winded tangent ramble is because today's guest is Connor from Good Eats with Con, and he is just such a bright light in the space. Um, We first connected on Instagram. I actually saw him at Expo West years ago. We weren't following each other, but I saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. So I started following him. And then lo and behold, I ended up moving to Austin, Texas, where he lives. And now he's just become such a light in my life. And I always love when we run into each other and get to hang out and catch up and talk. And so it felt only right to have him on the podcast to carry those convos and those good vibes onto here for you all to listen in and experience for yourself. In this episode, though, we really discuss a lot and take it all over the board, which is so fun and truly the style of the show. But we start out just talking a bit about our preferences for being whether we're an introvert or an extrovert and how that can sort of swing from time to time and just the importance of community in that and where that leads us to is Connor just discussing a bit about his experience and journey through the LGBTQ community, how this contributed a bit to his relationship with health, body image, wellness, and that takes us down this other path, other journey of his with disordered eating and feeling the toxic pull and pressures of diet culture. And it's a really neat perspective to give. I'm so happy that he felt safe and open to sharing vulnerably and openly with you all because these are real things that people experience. And I'm just so thankful that he is sharing this. And I just, I don't know, I adore him so much. I have so much love and gratitude for him. And I think that after this episode, you'll understand why he is just such a light. And we also wrap things up with his experience of being laid off during the pandemic and how these previous mindset shifts that he made after his obsessive health diet culture journey helped him more recently with being laid off. So that's a really neat reminder as well of how you can turn these life experiences and these skills that you pick up and really utilize them moving forward to, I don't know, just feel the best you can in life, you know, to really thrive on life, as we like to say here. So let us know if you listen and what resonates with you. We both love people, truly. We would love to connect. You can find him on Instagram at goodeatswithcon. I'm on there at Emily Feichels, both linked below as always. And without further ado, let's begin. Well, just to start things off, I guess, how are you doing today? Last night, we had a wonderful dinner by the pool under the stars, some good Aperol spritzes, your phenomenal dessert. It was just so, it was so good. (laughs) So fun. Yes. It was such a good night. I'm still on like a high I feel from that night. It was, yeah, it was just like such good vibes and like good energy all around. And it was just like no negativity. I felt like everyone was really present, which was so nice to see. And I felt like, especially me, I was like present. So um, I know I'm like usually wrapped up in the whole social media stuff, but I was really just, I mean, besides taking pictures of the spread, of course. um, But like, otherwise I felt like we were all just like, so, you know, just enjoying each other's company. And it was like really nice. And um, yeah, today I'm just like still 
you know, reeling from that, enjoying like, the nice day that we're having and mm-hmm. yeah, all that. How are you doing? Well, I love that. And I, I want, I'll second everything you just said, where like, there is something so amazingly just grounding about last night. And as you said, like, we were all so present and I don't know. I just, I find that when it comes to, you know, whether that was pre COVID or safe gatherings now during these times, I tend to be such just like, I don't know. I think I fundamentally am an introvert. Like I like observing people or just sort of being like observational, but there's something about, you know, like you guys and just everyone being present that made me feel so content, you know, and like you can talk or you can just sit and observe or eat the food. Like, I don't know. There's just something to be said. So I'm curious, like, are you, would you classify as introvert or extrovert or something in between? So it's pretty interesting. I think that I like growing up, I would consider myself an extrovert for sure. Like I was involved in theater like my whole life. So it it kind of forces you to be. And um, I was really outgoing and stuff. And then even like a little pre-pandemic, I would say kind of like in college almost, I, you know, was going through like my health journey or whatever. And I became a little more introverted and I was just like so like key on spending time with myself more and I mean for good and bad reasons but yeah now I I would classify myself as probably like an introverted extrovert is that a thing Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah so like I of course like love to be around people but then I also love my alone time and like but I get fueled from both sides of it if that makes sense Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's what's so magical about being around people, where like the energy is just so good because that does like it gets you going, like it makes it fuels you. And then yeah, the next day you're still like riding the high of it. Versus yeah. if you go out and you're not surrounding yourself with that type, those type of people, that type of energy, like then it becomes draining. And like I was actually just listening to a podcast with Oprah today, and she was saying a quote she once heard from someone about how like there were two types of people in the world, those that give energy and those that drain it. I was just like, yes. And just to be responsible with like the type of energy you take into a place is, I don't know, that just hit home. Cause I feel you like, I, I do feel like I can be extroverted, but also introverted. And I think it all depends on the people I'm with actually. Yeah. And I also think like going along with that energy quote, like it really rings true. And I think that, I mean, sometimes like I'll notice that I'm not really giving a positive energy and I might be like draining it or like, you know, if I'm gossiping Mm -hmm. a lot or if I'm just like being sort of negative about things, then I like will take it upon myself and like remove myself from the situation or, you know, whether that's like, oh, you know, I don't really want to like hang out tonight because like I'm just want to like you know stay home like have an idea or whatever it's might be because like I'm just like not in a good headspace and I feel like I would be draining from the conversation or the night and it's not to say it's like a sad thing it's just like I just want to chill out and not I don't like I feel like I'm I've grown so much to realize like when that's happening so it's like good that people like us can see that so it's I don't want to let anyone else's day like go to shit because like I'm having a bad day so if if that's like something that I don't want to contribute to then I'll you know make sure that I don't like put myself in those situations for other people's sake too so I think that's definitely like a big part of like the self-responsibility and that was 
what else Oprah was saying, um, like yeah. just being responsible literally for your energy in that sense, because right, like there is something to be said about the negativity loop you can get caught in, right? Where if you're not really like taking responsibility for your self-care to like fill your cup up, all those things, like, of course, it's easy to get stuck in that like negative mindset where you might be more prone to complaining or judgmental thoughts or just, you know, you're in that like low energy. Like for me, it's after a long day at work or after something like happens online or something that just like puts me off. It's so easy for me to carry that out with me back into work or back out with others. And then it just sort of like continues that loop or cycle because others might pick up on it. But, you know, and then there's something to be said also about toxic positivity where it's not like you have to be 24 seven rainbow and sunshine. It's just, maybe it is like that in between of just being responsible. Like if you do feel yourself in that low place, like be mindful of what you might be impacting with that. And then, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of like that way. You don't have to be constantly positive, but you also don't have to necessarily like get that negative energy out there as well. Yeah. 100%. And like, I think that if I am in that negative space, I think even spending time with myself and just like, you know, watching my favorite reality TV show or just like doing things that I know will fill me up, then I can show up the next day and like I can show up with the next hangout with people and like be more positive and be an energy giver rather than a drainer. (laughs) We love it. What is your favorite reality TV show to watch? Oh my God. Well, I love Real Housewives, um, like any of the franchises. And then I also love watching The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. My mom got me hooked on that. So that's like our go-to when it's on. I love that. I love that. I, I've i never gotten into them much, but my friends and I did have a Bachelor night a few weeks ago. And um, it was fun, you know, like I'm not really into it, but it was still kind of fun to watch it. And they were all like talking and comment, you know, the commentary and stuff. So it was, yeah, but yeah, Yeah. it's like a whole community, like, like those shows have like so many big fan bases. So it's like, it's cool to like see everyone kind of come together. And it's like, I love finding communities that I can like be a part of, I guess. And it, it relates to that but then also like our health and wellness space on Instagram like it's so many so many facets (laughs) I know I know and there's something so beautiful you know as you mentioned like the the health wellness conscious minded community that's on Instagram and then especially I mean even here in Austin like it's amazing to me and I don't know how you feel but like growing up I never felt like I had a community, you know, like I wasn't, I didn't really start playing a team sport until my junior year of high school. I never felt like I fit in with any like group or click or whatever, you know, I kind of had a random assortment of friends. And so it's been so neat to now feel like that love and support of a community. And it's just so surreal to me. And I'm curious, like, did you feel growing up, like you had that, or I guess just what's been your experience with that essence of community? Yeah, so I think that I definitely felt it with, like, my theater friends, even though we were so weird sometimes. I mean, it's, like, literally, like, what you see on the TV shows, like, theater geeks or whatever. But, um, like, I, I mean, it was such, like, a fun experience that I had growing up, and, like, I wouldn't train it for the world. And I think, like, I did really have a sense of belonging throughout that. But then there were, of course, times, like, because I did theater, like, outside of school. So then when I would go to school, it's, like, 
I sometimes struggled to find community within that. So I would definitely say there was like a little bit of both. But I think that like as I've grown up, I've been able to, you know, find like really good groups of people to surround myself with. You know, some are health and wellness, some are like reality TV show addicts. And so like, you know, there's just like um, so many different people that I like can find myself getting along with. So it's been really nice and stuff. And I mean, yeah. And then of course there's like the LGBTQ community and it's like, I've found so much like positivity within that space. And then, I mean, of course there's some downfalls with that community as well, but um, which we can tap into, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I do want to say, I think there are with any community, right? Like I think there's a balancing act between having multiple sources, right? Of community, Mm -hmm. friendship, interaction, because what better way to become like a well-rounded 360 person. But on that same note, like, I feel like every community can have its darker size or its, you know, downfalls. And I, we've seen plenty of that in the health and wellness field, especially if you're conscious of diet culture and such. But I guess like, if you are open to discuss it, like with that LBGTQ community, like what have been the downfalls that like you've seen or experienced, you know, whether personally or from afar, because it's, you know, just to like raise recognition and awareness around those, I suppose. Yeah. And I would, I, I, would love to comment on that and also like just say how it also kind of ties into my health journey as well because it mm-hmm. they're kind of interlinked but um so within the lgbtq community it's like everyone sees that i feel like it's a really positive space and like accepting space but then like sometimes when you're you know you've come out and you're in it and like you go to the pride parade you do all this and like but then you sometimes see that some of the community is not as accepting as like it might be and like I felt this pressure to look a certain way and to be a certain way um within that community and it's like there's even different categories of like gay men let's say and it's like if you don't fit into one of those categories it's like who are you and it's like it's like another kind of struggle that people deal with, I feel. But um, I just like had found this, I don't know, like sense of pressure to be a certain way and like look a certain way. And that's kind of what contributed to like some unhealthy habits along my journey because I, I mean, kind of going on a different tangent here, but like I had, when I had gotten to college, I had like had a significant weight loss from when I had left like high school, let's say. And um, I had done it like all in a healthy way leading up to it. But then as I was like getting more into that community and getting, you know, more into things with that stuff, like I had felt the pressure kind of come on and I wanted to, like it, it did go from like a healthy weight loss to like an unhealthy weight loss. And um, that's like kind of where like the darker part of my journey was because like I was trying to mold myself and fit myself into this singular box of what I thought was the most like desirable in terms of um like who would want me like romantically or who would want to be friends with me within that community and it was very hard for me to you know get through that I would say because and like I still struggle with it sometimes like in present time and it's like 
it's definitely hard to deal with, but like, I know that there's so many great people within the community as well. And there's like, and within the LGBT community, and then also just like the health and wellness community, it's like, there's so many great people and so many great um, mindsets and thought processes, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, like, that it does overshadow those negative ones. Yeah, that was kind of like, how like the negative side of the community led Mm -hmm. to some of my negative like moments of my health journey. Yeah. Well, A, thank you for sharing that. And then B, I think it paints a very good picture that people across all spectrums and boards could relate to, right? Which as you Mm -hmm. said, it's when you feel that pressure to conform, to be a certain way to fit in. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we, we have, I, I believe we all have this innate desire to fit in, to have external validation, to just that, that fear of rejection. And yeah. no matter like what community you're part of, I mean, some definitely have a heightened sense of it for sure. But I think that that's just something that like so many of us experience. And, um, you know, I guess with your health journey, you know, you said it did lead to those darker days. And I think once more, so many people can relate myself included where you start out in this like innocent way, right? Like you have, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's not so innocent at times, but either way, you just start out with this like idea or this goal, right? Of I want to reach X weight or I want to be healthy or I want to do this. And somewhere along the line, like you get so caught up in it or there's so much outside pressure that it does take a spiral. It takes to that like darker side per se. And so when that happened for you, what helped get you out of that place? You know, like what helped you sort of like climb back out of it? Um, I don't know if it was like a rock bottom point or a gradual process where you just started to just kind of, you know, not to be like cheesy or corny or cliche, but like get out of the darkness, go back to the light, you know, not even in that way, but just the way that you yeah. started to sort of find yourself again. Yeah. So like, I think it really just came from, there was just a moment of time when I accepted what I was going through and like recognized it because I I think like so many people that go through like disordered eating or like you know just like stuff like that they don't recognize it until it sometimes it's like too late and um but that's not to say like it is ever too late to like change anything like it's it's just like you're in so deep is what I'm trying to say but um so like it started out from like people complimenting me saying like how good that I looked and like stuff like that but then once I got too skinny per se like people would private message me on like Facebook and Instagram saying like Connor we love you like you look like you're having the time of your life but you also look like you're not like really taking care of yourself on the total opposite spectrum of like I like so now like, I'm going from these compliments and stuff to uh, now people are concerned for me because I look too, you know, like fragile and skinny and like all this stuff. And um, it sucks to say, but like after hearing s- so many comments like that, something finally clicked on me that I was like, okay, I am clearly like not as healthy, quote unquote, as I thought that I was being, but then... And then, like, everything kind of started to come full circle for me. And I realized, like, okay, I was accepting myself as, you know, like, a gay man. And then I was accepting myself as, like, becoming a healthier version of who I was and all this stuff. And then, um, but then I was also 
not accepting myself in terms of like once it got to a certain point, I guess I let like these expectations Mm. that I don't like really know where they came from. But like, I mean, I guess you know where they came from. It was like just the unnecessary pressures that I felt to like look a certain way. So then after so many years of accepting myself for who I was, there was a point in time when I didn't accept myself for who I was. And I was just trying to fit in to this next category of within that community. And it was, it all came full circle when I just had a moment to realize like, okay, people clearly see that I am probably struggling with like my body and my health and stuff like that. And it's like, it's also like kind of goes along with like, I'm going to be happy when this happens. And it's like, I wasn't happy. I was seriously like not in a good place, but I just pretended like I was for like so long. And then that's like what ultimately kind of forced me to just spend so much time with myself because I was so worried about what other people were going to say or what other Mm. people were thinking about me. So yeah, it just goes back to so many years of self-acceptance for who I was. And then now it was just like, it all came kind of crashing down when I, when I got to that point of, you know, like my disordered eating and just like overall health. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's like you said, sometimes, you know, in these journeys, whether that's a struggle with addiction of sorts, a recovery journey, a health journey, you know, coming back from an eating disorder, whatever it is, there can be times where it's like a, it's like a subtle rock bottom per se. And then there are times where it's a definite rock bottom and you're like, holy shit, I need to work for the better. But there is something to be said about these subtle rock bottoms, such as what I feel yours was, you know, and it came from these outside comments, raising your self-awareness to that point where you had the realization, like, what happened? You know, like I was here and then I kind of like dipped down for a bit. And then like, how can I get back to that place that I was? And I think that's so, such a neat concept and something to really point out, right? Is like how important just raising that overall self-awareness can be because so often like we're just tuned to tune out and distract. I mean, the essence of Instagram, TikTok, like social media apps, TV shows, books, like they all have their good place, I suppose, but they can also all serve as distractions. And the same could be said, you know, for anything. Work can be used that way, alcohol, friendships, whatever. Like we can always find a way to distract and tune out of our bodies. But like there's just something when you can tune in and be aware and have those like moments of like the light bulb goes off and it clicks. And so I guess I'm just curious, like now do you feel like you've gotten back to that place where, you know, obviously not every day is good and grand and (laughs) toxic positivity, but like, do you feel like you're overall kind of back to that place where you feel at peace with, you know, where you are at your body or mentally, emotionally, sort of just with who you are as a person? Yeah, I definitely like, I'm back to that place of self-acceptance and I feel so much better. And like, I feel like I'm on you know, the other side of that tunnel. But, um, and of course, like you said, like every day is not, you know, rainbows and glitter and all of that. But um, it definitely, like if I didn't go through those situations, I didn't go through those people being concerned for me and stuff. Like I I don't know like where I would be necessarily today. And um, 
but I can say with confidence that like I definitely feel more myself than I have before and it's like yeah just like something great to feel and experience and I feel like there's so much light in my life and I mean, just with like my friends, my family, my dog, my, you know, the different communities that I'm part of, like, I feel so much better about all of that. And I feel like I really just, I took for granted a lot of what I was given in life. And now I'm just like, so appreciative of it. And I know that like, I definitely feel that like, I'm in like, such a better place. And I feel like I have truly like found that light at the end of the tunnel that so many people are striving for, I guess, when they're in those darker times. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about, you know, you said that was like tangent, but like, honestly, though, that's the truth of the matter. Like you glow different, you, you glow, you have an essence when you just have all those other aspects of life as a priority versus just focusing on your body or just your work or just xyz right like yeah. we have that so much more to live for and give and i don't know there's just yeah you know and i i had this talk with a friend the other day but yeah it's just the difference when you glow from the out, inside out versus just focusing on the external but um but yeah i guess i'm kind of curious with that as well did you feel so in january you know and you share this on instagram but you got laid off. And I'm just curious, like, did that bring up any past of these emotions, right? Like, did that bring up like some limiting beliefs or just any of those struggles that you might have faced in those other days, other times, did any of those kind of resurface when you suddenly had your world kind of flipped for a bit or, you know, still flipped, but it kind of you know, it's like an earthquake. It, it really disturbs things. So I'm just curious, like how you sort of dealt with that situation when it first happened. Um, and yeah, I guess let's sort of start there if you don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I was definitely sad when that happened, of course, because I loved my job and I loved the company that I was working for, but I knew that it wasn't um, a layoff based on performance. I knew it was mm-hmm. just like financials. like they you know, we didn't have much business and like we had, they had to like let go of people. So, um, I mean, like some people in my company were let go in 20, March, 2020 when everything happened. So it's like, I was at least lucky enough to like keep my job and up until that point. So I was of course sad, like a little down in the dumps, like for probably the week after, but I mean, I think that really having my parents and like my friends, so part of my life and like encourage me and um being there for me as a support system helped so much and like if I was in the same situation that I was in college when I was at like the lowest point of my health journey I don't think it would have been the same Mm -hmm. and like I don't think I would have been as appreciative as I was because like I was just so appreciative of the support system that I have and I was appreciative of the experience that I had working at that job and I just found myself to be more accepting of what I was going through because of the things that I had gone through in the past, I guess. Yeah, just like, I think like the negative emotions didn't really arise as much as I thought they would, which was like great. And like, they still haven't to this day. And like, I can just like thank the support systems that I have in my life for that. And um, where I am at in my overall health journey, my mental health journey, like I 
can just like relate it back to that in the sense that I'm just like at peace with the situation rather than being mad about it, you know? Mm -hmm. No, and I want to highlight that because how amazing is it that it just goes to show how connected, you know, like mind and body and even, you know, spirit, if you want to take it that way is where before when you were in that place where physically you just weren't you know, you probably weren't eating enough or you weren't resting enough, whatever it was. And so of course that affects your mental state. And then that affects how you go out into the world and how you take in things and react and everything. And so it's amazing that when something that could have been so like tragic, I mean, you know, so tragic to you in that like previous time now could be seen with that side of appreciation or gratitude or just like understanding of the situation from a you know more logical stable-minded place and I think that is like just something to highlight because it's just a fact of the matter right that like these things in life are going to come up like hard times come up for all of us no matter what degree it's in whether it's related to you know a relationship work something in your family trauma grief whatever it is like they're going to come up and I think just one of the best ways you can like support yourself, prepare yourself for anything like that is to just really care for yourself, right? Like do something every day that's like caring for your mental health or emotional or physical. And I just, yeah, I think that that's so key. And I love that you were able to take that approach, you know, like when something like that happened, because it just, it just impacts everything else too, right? Like it impacts your relationships and your friendships, continuing to look for work, your passions, your hobbies, Versus if you were stuck in that like negative spiral after it happened. Yeah, 100%. And like, I was actually looking at my journal the other day, just like to kind of reflect on some things. And because I always do that, like the month of my birthday, I'm always like, okay, let's like look at the past year and see what's been going on in the world of Connor. And like, I was looking at my journal, the days of my layoff and I had journaled about it the day of, and the next day I was like, okay, well, I got on Indeed and LinkedIn today and applied for some jobs and I, you know, filed my unemployment claims, like stuff like that. And I have this friend in my life that I went to dinner with and we, you know, we talked about the situation, but then we were able to, you know, catch up after the holidays and you know, focus on other things. And I was just like, it was just so interesting to see how much I have grown since like a few years ago. Cause I probably a few years ago would have like wallowed in that pity. And like for, I don't even know how long, but literally the next day I was like trying to just be as like appreciative of my life as possible. And it's like, I think that's so important to you know, just like notice that growth that I experienced and like the journaling process for me was like so interesting to look at because I was just in such a better headspace, even though something, you know, kind of traumatic happened to me. So yeah. Yeah. No, I I love that. And I feel very similarly like when I got COVID famously on my 21st birthday. Uh (laughs) that night I was quite a mess you know and I I let myself go through all the emotions that came up because it it was a lot more than just getting COVID you know it was it brought with it a lot more a lot of insecurities fears everything you know had kind of bubbled up to the surface and that set me over 
but it was crazy because then as you're saying here, right? Like I had an amazing community that started flooding me with like love and support. And then I had like my own journaling practice and, you know, like in self-reflection and I utilized all these practices and skills and support systems in my life. And by the next day, I similarly, right? Like in my journal, I was already writing, like, I'm going to make the most of this time. I'm appreciative, you know, that I have a healthy body that can hopefully fight this off, you know, sooner rather than later, blah, blah, blah. And it, it is just so powerful when you can, you know, feel the feels, but then also like pull yourself through it, you know, and kind of go on from there. But, um, and it's also neat. I love like reflecting on past journal entries, like yeah. what a way to acknowledge your own growth. Yeah. And it's like, of course I took the time to acknowledge about like what I had just been through and what I lost, but then I also took the time to acknowledge like what I've gained. And I think that's like such a beautiful thing to like experience and go through because like I was saying like a few years ago, I don't think my mindset now would have been possible then. So like, I am just like so grateful for that. And um, yeah, I just think it's super great that I, you know, had that to kind of look back on so I could like, so I'm reminded of like the growth that I've experienced and stuff. Yeah, I love that. And I, I suggest that's one of the reasons why I love journaling. It's just such a good yeah. way to, yeah, just kind of celebrate the wins, big, small, and the growth moments as well, whether they feel hard or not in the moment. Yeah, um, yeah I guess like that being said, I'm just curious, you know, sort of as we wrap things up here, has there been anything in particular lately that's just really like filling your cup or making your heart happy, you know, and maybe that's a TV show or it's a practice you're doing or an experience or something new you've tried, just like what's something that's been bringing a little extra like joy or light into your days lately? Obviously spending time with great people like you and, you know, the friends that we were with last night and like my family and stuff is definitely a way that I fill my cup, but then also just prioritizing rest. And like, I feel mm -hmm. like I've been kind of preaching that a lot on my Instagram lately. And I, it's just like not something that I did in the past it was like prioritize it because I was you know, like, so concerned with work stuff, trying to, like, fit in a workout and, you know, boom, 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 like, have my day so filled with things. But, like, now if I, like, if I have, like, a free hour, I'm, like, okay, let's just, like, kick back, watch a TV show and, like, you know, prioritize that so needed rest and like I'll even like schedule in like that resting period and like that's just like so I know that that is something that I need to prioritize and like I think that that has just really filled my cup and um it allows me to have so much more energy to do the things that I want to do and allows me to just like show up better for the people in my life and the experience in my life but then also myself so that's just like yeah <laughs> I love that. No, and I will forever support the notion to rest. Yeah, prioritizing rest in whatever form that looks like, right? Like maybe like for me, I would, actually the post I did today was kind of the idea of like last night, you know, just letting myself go, relax, hang out with friends and not be the quote unquote productive, you know, work stuff I usually do at night. It has now allowed me to be so much more 
legitimately productive, you know, and get things done that I needed to get done for my business and work today without feeling just like so weighed down and, you know, like depleted. And so whether it's rest in that way, or it's rest as in like actually sitting down, which is what I plan to do in a bit, you know, and like, there's so many different forms of rest, just like ways to fill yourself up. And so I just absolutely love that. Um, yeah. And kind of, kind of like going off of that too, like just, I mean, I loved your post today and what you said about you know, just like allowing yourself to be present and enjoy the time, the time that you were given and like the people that you were with and stuff. Like I would so much rather like prioritize that and like, rather than like cramming in a bunch of things like late at night or something when it's like, okay, well I am prioritizing like these good vibes and like these good people and these good experiences. So then tomorrow I can you know, just feel like, feel ready enough to accomplish what I need to accomplish. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like super great to like have moments like that when you're like basking in the enjoyment of what life really is, I guess. And, um, cause like life isn't all about like our work and our tasks and stuff like that. It's about enjoying experiences. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) And that's like, I think that was one of the things I say where it's like disconnect to reconnect, like I don't know if you find yourself in a place where you are just going through the motions, you know, and you're just like, I do that plenty of nights where I'm just like cramming in task after task. And I end up usually getting frustrated, upset, going to bed and not a great place, waking up, kind of having to shake it off. But the difference between like, if you can take time to disconnect, rest, fill up your cup, come back at it with that, like clear mind, focus, like I don't know. For me, it's made such a difference in how much work I actually do versus working and getting distracted or something like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we love it. Plus, I mean, just everyone needs a night to just like enjoy yourself, like whether it's by yourself with someone you live with, a partner, a safe group of like good friends, make some good eats. If you drink, make an yes. April spritz. No, <laughs> yes. I just love those, especially. No, drink some water, whatever you want to drink, whatever you want to eat and just like let yourself enjoy it. But um, yeah, so, well, where can people, totally where can people find you, follow along? You're also a good eats, <laughs> well, it's in the name, but you make just yeah. such delicious foods. You have such a great energy, personality. You're just the best. And you have one of the cutest dogs in the health wellness oh my God. community. Thank you. Wow. That is such an honor. But yes. My, <laughs> yes. Um, my Instagram is at goodeatswithcon. And then I also have a website that I launched recently, goodeatswithcon.com. And hoping to do more with that, obviously, soon. You know, blog posts about recipes, blog posts like with travel guides or you know, my favorite spots in Austin, stuff like that. So um, more to come on the website for sure. And obviously the Instagram will follow with that. But um, yeah, that's where you can find me. We love it.